0: At you. Hi, this is Tim Del Toro. And I'm Lou Angel
1: Wolf, and we are the Grease Gurus. Our show is broadcast every Saturday morning live at WTAN Talk Radio 1340. That's 10 o'clock every Saturday morning for an automotive
0: forum that is flavored with humor and insight.
1: We encourage you to call in and be part of the Grease Gurus Show. We'd love to have you, and we will certainly help you find your inner grease. This show is sponsored by Tim's Performance Service Center and beautiful Tarpon Springs at 906 Verona Place. And you can reach us personally at 727 727- Five four three one six zero one. 1601 uh top gun was created to teach ACM air combat maneuvering dogfighting. fighting in case some of you wonder who the best is they're up here on this plaque on the wall the best driver in his reel from each class has his name on it
2: you think your name is going to be on that plaque yes sir I like that in the pilot
1: Roger, I got him. Contact. 20 left to 30 miles. 900 knots closure.
0: <laughs>
2: Did
0: I crack myself up? You need any help? He's what? Figured it out yet?
2: What's that? Who's best pilot? No, I think I can figure that one out on my own. I heard that about you. You like to
0: work alone. I'm Charlotte Blackwood. I'm Maverick. I'm a pilot? That's right, a naval aviator. Mayday, Mayday. Mavs in trouble. He's in a blast spin. He's heading out to sea.
1: What do you do up there? It's dangerous.
2: I am dangerous. Tell me, to land that plane, that's an order. Ghost Rider, you are instructed to land. Land immediately. What you should have done was land your plane. Son, your ego is writing checks your
1: body can't catch. Gentlemen, this school is about combat. There are no points for second place. There's a really
0: big shoe tonight. A really big show tonight. Yes, sir, we've really got a spectacle for you this time.
1: Hi, this is Edsel Ford with the Ford Motor Company, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Enjoy the show.
0: Okay, listeners, welcome. You're tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and I'm your show host, Robert. Run your computers in Google, Tantalk, 1340.com, and you can see us live here in the studios in downtown Clearwater. Also, don't forget to check out our website, GolfstreamMotorsports.com. You can find out all about us. And if you've missed any of our past 350-plus shows, now we're going into our eighth year. Check out Nostalgic Radio and Cars, the podcast page. Good evening, Bobby. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Pretty good. Would you like to do the social media honors as well? Sure. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube,
2: LinkedIn, Periscope, and all, of, and many other means, and many other means. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I did cover them all. But yes. yeah, <laughs> it seems like we have that many. Uh, at NRC on air, at Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and Instagram being at Gulfstream Motorsports. That's, That's right. Just in case you happen to find us on some, some yeah. other social media that maybe we don't even know about, so I just figured I'd give a,
0: uh, give you a, give you the uh, benefit of the doubt on that one. <laughs> okay, very good. Well, anyway, in case you didn't know, uh, Bobby is uh, the uh, co-producer of this show and he's also my son and he's also a student at UCF and a major in a stage management and what's the other one? That's that's good enough. Stage management and uh
2: studying technical theater, but s- technical we, theater, that's we, it. But, but the major, you were correct. And and
0: and his goal is to do big shows out in Las Vegas someday? Get to eight o'clock right now. No, I'm just <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> get to eight o'clock. Okay. Hey, uh, let's see what do we got going on. Let's talk about a couple shows that are coming on. Now, normally, well, yes, in Florida, there's not a lot of stuff going on because, as most of you guys have experienced outside uh, to in the last couple three or four days, there's been nothing but uh, let's say rain, rain, and more rain. Now, this past weekend over at Reasonport Motorcars, they had cars and coffee. We didn't go because it was raining. And uh, Gene Teston at Garage One had his. Cars and Coffee, and we didn't go to that either because it was raining. And uh, But I did go to uh, the British Invasion on Thursday night at Goobers and Lubbers, or What do they call it place? Oh, Quaker Steak and Lube. And, hey, uh, I mean, you got even Rob saying that. I got Rob saying that. By the way, Radio Rob, Radio Rob has a birthday coming up on the 12th. So let's just go ahead and give him a happy birthday on the air to Radio Rob. Oh, yes, we do, because,
2: uh, yeah, we're not going to... We won't, we won't talk to him again until. until
0: next week. Yeah, so let's wish him a happy birthday now. You know, Robbie is uh, one of the uh, preeminent listeners here at the uh, Tantalk Radio station in downtown Clearwater. So uh, here you go, Rob. Anyway, now the phone's lighting up, so that's probably Radio Rob on the phone right now because uh, we know he listens, right? Anyway, so a couple of car shows going on this weekend for all you cars and coffee fanatics like myself, especially the guys that like donuts. Of course, last Friday was official National Donut Day. Bobby? Yeah, and uh, Charlie apparently has uh, Rob beat in, uh,
2: in uh, birthdays. Go ahead. Really? Is that Charlie?
0: Rob, what's happening? Hey, how you doing, Charlie? What's up?
1: My birthday's flag day, it's the 14th of June. Actually, the same day as our president, Donald Trump.
2: Really? Unfortunately,
1: unfortunately, it's the same day as Boy George. Oh, that
0: that's kind of like. Do you, know, you com- really com- want to com- hurt me? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah,
1: right.
0: <laughs> You're breaking up, Charlie. But happy birthday to you too. Okay, so Radio Rob is on the uh, 12th, and Charlie is on the 14th, and his whole family follows that apparently. Apparently. <laughs> okay. Well, well, you guys
1: do well. I just got back in town. I was uh, Tennessee, North
0: Carolina. Oh, really? Okay. Well, you have to you're gonna have to bring hey you're gonna have to bring us some calzones, you know. <laughs> I can do that. I, I could set up a night. We'll figure it out. You know, if they unlock the door in the back, Lolo, you know, she left me the keys a long time ago, so uh, I can get in there and take it from there. Okay. Very good. You guys have a good show. Good. I'm glad you know you guys are still kicking butt after all this years. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we look forward to it. We live for this. This is uh this is what we live for here. At any rate, all right, Charlie. Thank you. Uh, let's see. Car, car shows, uh, cars and coffee this weekend. Charlie, you can go to this too if you want. Audi of Clearwater, it's put on by Crown Motorsports, is this Saturday, the second Saturday of the month. It's a really cool car show because it's kind of, uh, you know, um, not a lot of guys, maybe 50, 60 cars, but really hardcore hot rodders. And it's the modern-day hot rodders versus us old fart hot rodders, which is kind of cool because these young kids today really got this uh, high-tech stuff down to to a science. So I'm pretty impressed with that. And I think that's, again, I've mentioned this before on the show, that's one way to kind of bridge the old school and new school. Because of hot rodders, car guys, real car guys wrench on their cars. Car enthusiasts. Yeah, they generally put out a black card or a credit card or a, a checkbook and uh, they go out and they buy a Ferrari and they go buy a Porsche and they go buy maybe even a Shelby and uh, and that other those other brand X cars, you know, the uh. Bowtie Chevrolets and the Mopars and stuff like that. No, they're all cool. I like all cars. But um and so, you know, and they and they're kind of fickle and they kind of well, I had this for a while I'm going to go buy this. I had this. I'm going to go buy that, you know, kind of like a that that's kind of like their dealio, so to speak. But true hardcore guys kind of get into one or two brands. Specifically, like, I've always been a Shelby guy, and I've always been a Porsche guy, for example. And uh, so I'm loyal to those cars, and I eat, sleep, and drink those cars, and that's all I ever do. And and I get into them, and I wrench on them, see? So I'm an example. And I lead by example, right, Bobby?
2: That is true. And, yeah, you're going to have a show on that in the future, I believe, about about the...
0: The old uh, guys and the new guys.
2: Well, that, bridging the gap, and... Basically, everything that you'll find at, um, at Audi of Clearwater's Cars and Coffee, we're going to have a little show about those yes, kind of people.
0: Yes, yes, So anyway, that's a good show. It's put on by Crown Motorsports, so we look forward to that. Now, uh, Porsche Parade for all you Porsche guys in Spokane, Washington. That's July 19th through the 15th. Monterey is the big show. That's in August. Shelby Mid-American is June 14th to the 18th. That's our good friends, uh, Jim Wicks and those guys out there in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. And then, of course, this weekend going on as I speak, commencing like tomorrow, is SAC 42 at Indy in Indianapolis, which is Shelby American Automobile Club. And uh, and I have been a member of the Shelby American Automobile Club since 75, 76, somewhere around there on and off. And I'm also one of the state reps for the Shelby Club. In fact, we're going to do a special tonight on Shelby's to kind of commemorate Shelby's and the uh, upcoming events because Shelby in Indy is this weekend, SAC, and then the Mid-America Show. And uh, so we're kind of excited about that. Now, if you're musical fanatics like we are also, NAM, what's the NAM stand for again, Bobby? National Association of Music Merchants. There you go. That will be in Nashville over the summer, July 13th and 15th. Now, hey, you're tuning into to Nostalgia, Freedom, and speaking of music. Before Tuesday's gone. Before Tuesday's gone, here's a little uh, Leonard Skinner. <laughs> Would you like to make informed medical decisions? Have you ever made a medical decision for yourself or others and later regretted your decision? This is Fernando. And I'm Larry. Together, we are the hosts of the Patient Advocate Hour. We educate you to become the
1: informed patient advocate. Additionally, you will receive information from our expert guests who are not afraid to tell it like it is. The Patient Advocate Hour, every Thursday
0: from 3 to 4 p.m. here on the Tan Talk Radio Network. Okay, we're back, and you're tuning into Nostalgic Bedroom in Cars. Now uh, we were talking about car shows here a little bit, and some pretty cool stuff going on. Of course, now this is Florida, so and it is summer, and we're in hurricane season. So I can't think of anything else to do in Florida in the summer during hurricane season other than boat, right, Bobby? So <laughs> yeah. if everybody's got a boat laying around, let's go boating. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> and a little storm makes f- it a little exciting. Just some rust, flood, yeah,
2: the flood won't get us. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: flood won't get it. Anyway, hey, if you want to find out more about some of the car shows going on in the state of Florida, go to Florida Car Shows, Florida L A Car That's it. That's it. Thanks, Bobby. Yeah, see, this is so. This is the beauty of working with your son because he like, you know, he like telepathy. One you know, he, step ahead. <laughs> he's one step ahead of me, right? Yeah, he covers for me. This is great. Love you, kid. At any rate, Ace Cafe. We were up there last month for the uh, grand opening. And because uh, we were also up in St. Augustine for Riding in the History, our good friends up there with the motorcycles. Well, guess what? On Wednesday, June 7th, it's apparently Ford Night at Ace Cafe in downtown Orlando. It is open to all Ford years and makes the models. And it's put on by the Mid-Florida Mustang Club and the, our friends over there Larry Beach at the Ford Performance Club of Florida. So uh, if you're in Orlando and you drive a Ford, even if it has a Ford motor, no, not just a Ford valve cover on a Chevrolet. It's got to be a fide Ford motor. It's got to be something in there that's Ford. Okay. And, uh, of course, if you show up on my show with a Ford and it's powered by a bow tie, I will run you. I will. You will watch me. I will. I will personally. Don't make me come up.
2: I'm sorry. i got to call you
0: back. I will disassemble the car in front of you. That's exactly what I will do, right? With my junkyard experience, 30 years in the salvage yard business, yeah, I'll make a parts car out of that real quick. any rate, okay, so we got a pretty cool show lined up for you tonight. we got a very special guest coming on, and while we're on the subject of Fords, and I am proudly wearing my Shelby shirt, okay?
2: Yeah, so do that whole Tantalk 1340.com thing. Click on the live video and make sure you stare at a nice uh, yeah. cover snake for a little
0: yeah. on your sleeve tip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, at any rate, so we're going to be talking about Shelby's since uh, the next two weeks. There are going to be Shelby events taking place. Actually, there's three. There's a third one in Texas, which I just found out about today, and we'll let our special guest talk about that a little bit. So, without further ado, I think what we'll do is we'll just go ahead and uh, why don't you enjoy some... Weather out there today is hot and scrappy, <laughs> with continued hot and crappy in the afternoon. Tomorrow, a chance of continued crappy with a pissy weather front coming down from the north... <laughs> uh, that's you. all you need to know for the rest of the week. Thank you, Robin Williams. Okay, so anyway, so I think what we're going to do, Bobby's going to fire up the turntable here, and we're going to go ahead and get our guest on the line. Or let me see, what else should I talk about? No, that's it. You already got the turntable spinning. Okay, yes. so I, I'm out of town. None not stop now. None stop now. Okay, hey, you're tuned into nostalgic winding cars. Here's a little BTO Bachman turned to Overdrive. And uh, this takes me back to the mid 70s, early 70s. You're tuned into nostalgic Medium cars. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back with our special guest.
1: We saved the best for last. The
2: 67 Shelby Mustang GT500. The GT500? Yeah,
1: yeah. There she is. Yep. There's Eleanor. Eleanor's Memphis' unicorn. What's a unicorn? Fable creature. You know, the horse with the horn impossible to capture the one card. no matter
0: how many times you try to pull, something always happens.
2: We're gonna get through this this time,
0: right? It's really smooth. What's he doing? Squeezing. He's, He's talking to her, man. Trying to get reacquainted. He only had a rough history.
2: She almost got him killed a couple of times. Oh, wait. Talking about... The on the Harbor Freeway.
0: He went off the Long Beach Pier once. Smooth. Easy ride.
1: We're just gonna glide. Big night tomorrow, guys. Let's go home.
2: Did you, did you get the picture? Yeah. See you tomorrow night, Illinois.
1: Hey, sports fans! Peter Brock here from BRE Racing and AeroVault Trailers. Listen to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, the best automobile show in the southeast.
0: Okay, we're back, and you're tuning into Nostalgic and Cars, and uh, it's time to introduce our special guest for the evening. And let's uh, wind it up here and grab some gears with a real car manufacturing company. I'm delighted to welcome to the show this evening my friend, and now president of Shelby American, Gary Patterson. Gary, are you there?
1: Absolutely. How you doing?
0: Pretty good. I'm glad you uh, were able to come on the show. We've been trying to do this for a while here. So uh, what's going on at Shelby American?
1: You know, we got our foot flat on the floor and uh, got a lot of good cars coming in. We got a lot of super snakes, We got performance pickup trucks. We got a new wide body concept that we just debuted. So, uh, you know, things are hot and and moving, and people are excited, and and we're thrilled. So we've been uh, we've been on the road quite a bit, uh, showing off our new stuff, and getting rave reviews. So it's an exciting time to be in the performance car business.
0: Well, now Gary, give us a little bit of background on yourself. You're not just the newbie at this. You've been doing this for a while. You've actually been with Shelby American almost twenty years that I know of, or over twenty years. And uh, but you've been a car guy since a little kid. So give us a little background on yourself.
1: Yeah, I have. You know, I've been with Shelby now over twenty years um you know i guess uh you can blame some of my my history on my on your parents you know i always good to do that i think but uh, my my father's a car guy and, and in fact he's uh doing a ground up resto right now on a 70 corvette and he had a hypo 289 mustang convertible brand new and you know the fall of 1964 and I can remember him you know shifting the gears at seven thousand rpm i still got uh the first car I ever bought, uh, you know, for, for myself, uh, I've got a 69 uh, 428 Cobra Jet Mach 1, hood four-speed car. I bought when I was 16 with money I made mowing lawns, and I still have it. Um, so, yeah, I've been a car guy a long, long time. And, you know, real tight in with all car guys. So, you know, it doesn't matter whether you're, you know, the Vets, the Mopars, the foreign cars, the Shelbys, uh, you know, Run uh, open road race stuff. Uh, helped start the Sandhills Open Road Challenge in 2001. Was the event director at Silver State Classic Challenge for many years, and uh, still helping those guys in the in the background. So there's a you know pretty good history of uh, with the open road race stuff as well. So yeah, I'm pretty well connected in the automotive industry, and I guess I'm doing uh, for a living what I would do with my spare time if I had it anyway. So it's, things are good.
0: Well, you had the utopian life, really, if you think about it. You know, working for Shelby American, you're a Ford guy, you know, through and through. Although I, I read somewhere that you had a Corvette in your past, or maybe even currently, but, uh, um, you know. And then you were Shelby American again. I mean, I cannot overemphasize how cool that is. I mean, the first time I was at the um, factory in Las Vegas was when it was out by the racetrack, and uh, and and it was a small operation back then. But it was really neat because it was rep kind of representative of the way Shelby American was when it started, you know, out in Venice Avenue there and uh, just a small building, a couple guys, you know, and, and, and rows and rows of cars, you know, some finished, some not finished, but getting ready to be delivered to uh prospective owners. And then, uh, and that's actually where I met you. In fact, uh, I think uh, you were the test, one of the test drivers for you and Vince were test drivers for uh Shelby American at the time, right?
1: Yep, yep. Did the test driving. And, uh, you know, obviously we both, uh, Vince is still here. He runs our operations uh, side of the business now and, and still does a lot with the R&D and design and uh, had a lot to do with the kernel wide body that we just debuted and, and all previous generation wide bodies, And, and you know, hoods on GT350s and all kinds of stuff. So he's been very involved, but both of us still do the development driving for the company. So, you know, the guys that... Uh, you know, you'd like to say run the company. Um, you know, also our enthusiasts, and also are drivers, and also you know our hands-on guys that, uh, that you know know what it's like to talk the talk. The talk, the talk. So, you know, we're pretty excited, and the best thing we can do though is uh, listen to all of you. you know, oh and, well, and what is it that you would like to see or see or have us do? And that's that's very important to us.
0: Well, you know, how if you ask a car guy, you know, first thing we're going to say is we want more horsepower, more speed, more horsepower, more speed. But I will tell you this. When they came out with the 2015 Mustang, that, I mean, the S197s, when they came out with that in 2005, and then you guys came out with the Shelby, I think, in 2007, I believe that was the first year. No, 2006, you had a Hertz Shelby. And then in, uh, no. two, pardon me? Yes. That's
1: Correct. right.
0: I'm, 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 hopefully, I'm on the timeline here. In 2007, you came out with the, with the uh, Super Snakes, or the little bit more powerful ones. And then um, and the S197 was a really good car. Then they had you know, the 2010s to the 2014. But when they came out with this 2015 body style that they got right now, that, to me, is probably the epitome of Mustangs. And I'm a Porsche guy also. So when I look at, you know, a, you know when you drive Porsches, you're kind of spoiled a little bit, you know, because it's European and it's a very good handling car. But when they came out with this car, with the independent rear suspension, the looks of the car, it's not big, it's not bulky, uh, just overall, just ideal, at the balance, the looks, front, back, side, any, I mean, fit and finish, it is a stunning car. And then what you guys have done with the car, taking it to the next level, and just like, wow. And last year, when I was at SEMA, I had the opportunity to ride in the, uh, or not SEMA, I was at... Uh, was it this year I'm not sure I can't remember what year did you have the trilingual Mustang at uh, at Scottsdale this year or was that last year uh,
1: that was at SEMA this last November
0: okay well wherever the the trilingual Mustang was I got no I think it was last year you had it at Scottsdale right
1: yep okay
0: yeah, we, I got yeah Scott was there Scott black and um, yep what timepiece uh, PR and I yeah. got a chance to to ride in that car and i don't remember who the driver was might have been vince i'm not sure uh i think
1: vince was driving the trilingual at the time yes
0: yeah so uh that that was impressive that was impressive pretty amazing car
1: yeah you know it's really good you can uh you know you you put a lot of work into the, the balance of the suspension and and uh you know everything from bushings to sway bars to springs and struts and all those kind of things. And it's amazing how much you can change the, the overall personality and the grip in the car. And then when you add that all up to, uh, and then back it with over 750 horses, um, you know, that, that cures a lot of sins.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it does. Now, when was the transition made for Shelby American? When you guys moved from the facility out at the racetrack to your new facility, pretty much there on, uh, on the main drag.
1: Yeah, so we're just south of Mandalay Bay. It's a very short drive or, or ride from the airport now and the south end of the, uh, the Strip and also very visible from I-15. So uh, we did that in November of 2013, and there was a couple reasons for it. So we were, um, you know, we were that was a really great location to be at the track and and close to the track when you needed to do a lot of testing, and we still do a lot of testing at the track. But... As our business actually changed, we were very much a, a business-to-business uh, thing when we moved to the track. So we were building the Shelby Series 1s. We were doing continuation Cobras. Um, but those were all being sold through dealers. And we didn't have, you know, much in the way of merchandising, and we didn't have a lot uh, to do with uh, our or need for foot traffic. Um, as the business grew and it changed over time, we became more of a business to customer business and we were expanding our um, our merchandise area and we were selling more direct to customers for you know some of our products so it was very important for us to be accessible to the public the other thing that had happened is we uh, we had outgrown our facility so the the main facility that we had at the speedway um we had to keep expanding to other buildings so we had our operations in five different buildings all spread out and every time you had to do something it was in one of those five buildings and that may or may not have been you know uh, very easy so when you when we had a chance to um, bring that business and put it all in one big box and be accessible to the freeway be accessible to the airport and so forth. And instead of a $110 round-trip cab ride, um, you know, you can get here for a few bucks now. Um, you know, we've, we've probably quadrupled our foot traffic volume. Um, our, you know, online store has done tremendously better. And, um, you know, now our production efficiencies are better. And when you can do that, then you can bring costs down. So really, all in all, that business and that move of that business made a lot of sense in a
0: lot of ways. Okay. Now, while you're on a subject about, you know, the retail and, you know, foot traffic and people there, you also have kind of like somewhat of a museum set up there that people can actually visit as well. And you also uh, set up tours. So if people want to see actually tour the facility and see cars being built and during the production state, that's available as well. How do people find out about that?
1: Yes, yeah, so you can go on our website, which is just, you know, Shelby uh, Shelby.com. And, you know, you can get all the information. Just go to Shelby.com or you can call 702-942-7325. Um, but it's pretty simple. It's uh, free tours, Monday through Friday at 1030 a.m. and 1:30 p.m. And then on Saturday, it's only 1030 a.m. Uh, you can do a self-guided tour through and just look at the, uh, the cars in the, in the facility uh, anytime, you know, during the week. And we are open on Sunday, uh, from 10 to six. So, uh, but no guided tour on Sunday, but the, uh, we've got a wonderful company historian. Uh, he was a Ford executive, uh, years ago, but he's a real Shelby aficionado and bought cars and parts and everything from Carol in the sixties. And he's lived it for all these years. So he really knows the history extremely well. And, uh, he can talk for hours and hours and hours, but, uh, You know, he's really good. And then we've been very fortunate to have, uh, you know, some other good friends in the business here, like Peter Brock and so forth. And occasionally he'll make an appearance. And, you know, he lives here in Las Vegas. So uh, we're well-connected here with that. We're well-connected with uh, the racetracks. Uh, You know, Speed Vegas is a new one just out of town. And we've got uh, a membership and do a lot of our testing out at Spring Mountain Motorsports Park in Pahrump. So, you know, we've just got a lot going on.
0: Is, is, is motorsports in general, let's say the car culture, is it really strong in the, in the Las Vegas area?
1: You know, it, it is. Um, they have uh, cars and coffee kind of things. And I think most, uh, you know, cities of a decent size do. Mm-hmm. And so we, you know, there's a pretty good social network with the, the car guys. And, you know, we, we encourage anybody here to come out. I mean, it, it, it took a, a little bit of time, but, uh, you know, we've had the, uh, the Nomad guys all out here with the, the big Chevy wagons. We've had the Corvette clubs, and, and there's like three of them here in town. Um, we've had uh, the AMC club, and we've had the uh, 57, you know, the old T-Bird clubs. Um, you know, you name it, uh, pretty much everybody's been here. Panteras, Vipers, um, you know, the, the Mopar guys. You know, at the end of the day, Car guys are car guys, and uh, they love to come out here and see what we're up to, see what we're doing. And a lot of those guys even end up buying cars. Like the uh, the guy that was president of the uh, Ferrari Club of North America a couple years ago, he bought a Super Snake. And uh, he thinks it's a rock star. So he says everywhere he goes, he says, you know, um, people really, really pay attention to that car. And he loves he loves the 850 horses. Uh, that's what I know of that thing, so...
0: Well I think that uh in in the true spirit of Carroll Shelby Shelby American really with the new product lines that they got personifies everything that uh Carroll Shelby envisioned I mean the last time he was on our show back in 2011 I believe when he was a guest on our show and, and and he was supposed to he was actually scheduled he had to reschedule two times, and and one of the one of and I still save it. I have it to this day. I saved the recording. He says, "Rob, Robert, I got I got a, I got to postpone our interview because I have to fly out to Las Vegas and test the new thousand horsepower Shelby Mustang. I gotta I gotta put my blessing on it. And you know, <laughs> seriously, I should I should have so Bobby. If you can find that, I don't know if we have that in that thing. I just now thought of that. I should have played that for you. But that's seriously that's his phone message." And uh, I just thought that was so, I got to post because I got to fly out to Las Vegas. I got to test the new Shelby Mustang with 1,000 horsepower. I mean, that just blew my mind. Think about this. He was 88 years old at the time. I got to fly out, or 89, and I got to, yeah, almost 89, 80, 80, 88, and I got to drive 1,000 horsepower. You know what? My hat's off to a guy like that. And that's the whole spirit of Shelby American.
1: Well, you know, you're absolutely right. And Carol used to say it very well. You know, I, I would ask him, I'd say, you know, Carol. You've done all these cars. They said, uh, you know, which one's your favorite? And the answer was always the same. And if you think about it, it's the right one.
0: Hang on a second. I think Bobby found it.
1: Robert, this is Bobby. I told you that I would uh, do your program next Wednesday. uh, But I have to test the uh, 1,000-horsepower Mustang all day uh, Wednesday. I'll talk to you in the meantime. This is Friday afternoon. I'm just trying to call you back. Take care. There you go. Well, that's that's the guy. I mean, that's that's definitely him, and uh, he was so excited to come out here and test that thousand horsepower car. That's something he always wanted to do. We were talking about that in the in our product uh, planning stages, clear back in two thousand six. So, you know, that was on the drawing board back in two thousand six, and uh, by two thousand eight, we actually had a GT five hundred with twin turbos on it. Uh, as an experimental job, and, and uh, you know, as technology changed and stuff, we, we ended up getting away with that and, and going with the, uh, the big twin screw superchargers. But yeah, I mean, he was after a thousand horses right out of the gate. And uh, you know, like I was saying earlier, his favorite one was always the next one. What are you going to do next? You know, you know, he was not a guy living in the rearview mirror, he wanted to look out the windshield and look at what was happening five years from now, ten years from now. And we should all be doing that.
0: Absolutely. Now, you know, the, the other thing I was going to tell you, too, is, is Bobby, Bobby, what was it, 2013? Is that when we were out there? We toured the facility? I believe uh so. 2014. 2014? Yeah. Okay, we were out there and we in uh, Las Vegas, and we toured the facility. And, and, and I got to tell you, I was impressed with it. It was pretty cool. And, um, and what was the name of the guy that you were talking about earlier that kind of helps out? He's the historian. What's his name? I'm, I, I might know him.
1: His name is Jim King. Jim King? Jim King. Okay. Uh, He he ran all the Canadian territories for Ford, and then just a total, uh, you know, Shelby geek and and affectionato, and and people really love him. And, and, you know, but that's who you need. You need somebody that's, uh, you know, real enthusiastic and, uh, and knows his stuff, and he does.
0: Well, if that job opening ever comes up, you know, keep me in mind, you know, because uh, I'm been a Shelby guy. I still have my 69 Shelby GT 350 four speed convertible. And I have to put Whoa. it back together, but I've had it since 75. So like you, I've had my cars. I still have the cars I had in high school. And, uh, and that's, right. I think that personifies a true car guy. Cause a true guy, this is what I was saying earlier on. And I talk about this from time to time. We are brand loyal, you know, through thick and thin, you know, live by the sword, die by the sword, you know, Ford guys, Shelby guys. And I've been a, a SAC member since 76, I think. And I went to the yep. first Shelby meet in, uh, or my first Shelby meet, I think it was 77 in Hershey, Pennsylvania. And, uh, and I've, you know, I've just been a Shelby guy ever since. I mean, I eat, sleep, and drink. I'm one of the state reps for the Shelby club. I mean, I'm just, uh, and I, and I, and I, and I'm, even though I'm old school, I am just so impressed with these new cars. And at this point, this is a segue for you to kind of go through some of the product lines that you got. Take us through some of the Mustangs, the Shelbys. You got the Super Snake. You got the 1,000 horsepower. You got the GTE. Um, you got the Tlingua. Tell us about some of the products you got, Gary.
1: Yeah, and, you know, these are all all exciting cars. Um, and we also do trucks. So before we get too far into oh, that, yeah. You know a lot of what we're doing, and when you think about it, you know even back in the '60s, Carol said, "You know I'm Carol Shelby and performance is my business," and we've carried that mantra forward. Um, Carol was forward thinking, you know when the, uh, you know when he was doing the stuff with Dodge in the '80s, he had the little pocket rockets, so he had the turbocharged four cylinder cars, and and he also had a performance pickup in like 1989. When you fast forward that kind of thing to today, you know, we have a lot of stuff that's, uh, you know, some turbo stuff with EcoBoost and, and, you know, um, forced induction things uh, throughout our product line. We also have trucks, and uh, America in general, I think, has really got a love affair for trucks. So if we're smart, we're going to have trucks. So we've got a uh, high-performance 750-horse F-150 lifted truck. And we limit those to just 500 a year in the United States, and they quickly sell, and they're available through Ford dealers. Um, and uh, you know, supercharged five liter, 32 valve, double overhead cam V8. Um, so we've got that. We've got the same kind of thing, but in an F150 that's that's lowered and is more for uh, street use. Different wheels and tires and suspension and and so forth. Um, so that's that's the. Uh, those trucks, we're going to come out with uh, the new version of the Shelby Raptor. We're still building the old version of the Shelby Raptor from 2014 and before. So you've got the V8 supercharged with the old ones, and you'll have the uh, EcoBoost uh, V6 on the new ones. So we've got uh, you know pretty strong truck line out there. We've got the core business, which is uh, the old vintage Cobras, which we still do, uh, 427s, 289s, Daytona Coupes. Uh, GT40s. So those are all, you know, small part of our business, but certainly the DNA of the company. Uh, we have, um, as you mentioned, uh, you know, Shelby Super Snake. Um, great car. It's the 50th anniversary for 2017. So we went out and we re engineered it, uh, freshened up the look from the last generation, uh, takes some real advantage of the, uh, new independent, uh, suspension, like you mentioned. Um, you know, and you can really feel the difference in that car biting coming out of the corners when you put your foot in it, uh, because it's using the whole tire patch and not just the outside of it, uh, you know, as you come through the corner. So that it's got a little better ride quality. So, um, you know, if you if you just take that thing and you, uh, you know, tune up the uh, spring struts, sway bars, bushings, all those kind of things, and you know, we do a lot of testing and and so forth, and we find out. Uh, Carol used to give us a fun job, take it out and break it, (laughs) you know, take it to the track, see where it breaks, and uh, he used to tease me that I could break an anvil, you know, (laughs) so uh, I never did that, but uh, I broke a lot of parts, and I blew up some engines and stuff like that, but in doing so, you learn, and you learn, you know, where the weak links are and uh, what's good and what's not, so we have... You know, the other thing we've done is we've got price points and, uh, stuff for everybody. So the GTE is more for the enthusiast. Uh, so if you, if you can't quite swallow the price point of the, uh, of the Super Snake with the V8 and double overhead cams and 32 valves, 670 to over 750 horses, uh, you can do the Shelby GTE, which is, uh, you know, more of a car that you can create on your own and, um, you know, we've got some options to, to help you personalize it. And within our whole product line, uh, as far as the Mustang side, at least, uh, you know, you can choose whether you want the natural finished wheels or if you want black wheels. Uh, you know, there Shelby proprietary wheels, but uh, you can choose at least the color. You can choose colors of cars and stripes and, you know, a few other of the options and decide whether you want to, you know, use it at the track. You know, with a, I'll give you an example. Like, so we took the, uh, the Super Snake, uh, that we had just developed uh, for 2017. We went to the drag strip with it last December, and we're playing around, you know, and uh, harassing the guys with the Hellcats because, you, know, uh, <laughs> you know, we could. And, you know, we uh, were out there, and, and we broke all the studs off the, off the one of the rear wheels. So now when you order the 750-horse Super Snake, it comes with ARP-hardened studs on all four corners because we know what breaks and we know how to fix it.
0: That's great. Um,
1: you know, so we're the guys that, you know, we're car guys, so we take them out, and, yeah, we have some fun because, you know, that's important. But we're going to drive these cars probably harder than just about anybody out there, and in doing so, we learn from it, and we try to make sure that uh, we when we deliver a car to you, we can look you in the eye and say, this is a good car. You're going to really enjoy it. And this is what it needs. So cooling systems. You know, bearings, bushings, all kinds of stuff. We upgrade things where where we know that you're going to have problems. So, like the new IRS system, as an example, when we get to the higher horsepower applications, we put you know the uh, the axles in the in the back, your half shafts that go from the center section out to the wheel. Those are now rated uh, at up to 1,400 horsepower. So oh. we know that when you take those things out and you start doing burnouts and hole shots and stuff like that, there's little chance that you're going to have trouble.
0: The thousand uh, horsepower Shelby is that yep. is that available on the market? amp because and the reason I bring that up is because you know you had the Hellcat that was seven oh seven. Then they had the right. the new Demon, which is eight hundred horsepower. So uh, naturally, you can't uh, Shelby cannot be trumped by anybody. And since they've had the thousand horsepower before is that is that still available on the market then the new one
1: so let's go through that timeline i think that's a great point so um shelby with the super snake editions had had 725 horsepower in 2007 so we've had over 700 horses uh and over the the hellcats horsepower number since 2007 um and then that's kind of ratcheted up over time the current 1,000-horse car is only available on a 14-and-older car with a 5.8-liter engine. Um, so uh, stay tuned because, obviously, we'll work on uh, that kind of power level for future uh, for the new platform. But right now, it's, it's based on the, uh, the older platform. Uh, and then it's just it's a matter of uh, putting that in there. So the other thing that, that I think I've made pretty clear but just want to emphasize, when we do the 1,000-horsepower car, Okay, like in the 2014 time period, we addressed every single component that was related to that. So it's the cooling system that you need to support it. It's, uh, you know, the uh, the transmission, the clutch, the rear end, all of those kinds of things change or are upgraded significantly. We change and actually welded in sections for the frame to make sure that... Um, you're not going to twist the body because you've got a whole lot of torque. And if you hook that thing up with the wide body and the big tires, um, you know, you don't want to twist the car. So so we did things so that uh, we make sure that the supporting components match the power that goes under the hood.
0: Gary, you're breaking up every once in a while.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. That's
0: <laughs> so, okay, good. Well, let me ask you this. I'm on the website, and I also see the – uh, a black GT40, and I see the uh, Daytona Coupes. Now, are those cars that are coming through your Shelby American, or how? Who's who's building those? Are those super super performance cars?
1: Well, some of those, uh, the fiberglass versions, are built in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's um, there's some of that. Um, they they also build our fiberglass uh, 427 Cobras, but it's kind of like saying, you know, um, Ford. Ford builds a uh, F-350, and they build a Focus. And there's not a whole lot of interchangeable parts. So some of the models are fairly interchangeable, and some of them aren't. In the case of the 427 Cobra, there's almost no interchangeable parts between a Superformance Mark three, which is a great car. It's a licensed uh, product through Shelby, but it's not a CSX serial-numbered car. So the frame, the body, the suspension, the rear end, all of those kinds of components are significantly different car-to-car. Car. The, um, the uh, GT40 that we have is very very good with the, the car that they had worked on and designed because it's still the steel monocoque uh, chassis and the fiberglass nose and tail, just like it was in the 60s. So that car is very accurate. Really no need to, uh, to make some significant changes. Uh, the Daytona Coupe uh, that we do... And fiberglass, is is, it's done through them, is also fairly similar to the car that they produced in in conjunction with uh, Peter Brock, which is great. The aluminum version of that car, however, is entirely different. Its body size is different. The frame and suspension is different. So it still uses the old leaf spring style suspension uh, that they had in the 60s with the, the small block cars. And that's what these cars have today. So, you know, what we try to do is, is be pretty authentic with the, uh, with the cars that we, we put out there.
0: Well, Gary, we are just about up against the clock. And uh, as Carol Shelby would say.
2: Boy, how would you like to be driving that baby? Some thrill. But you know, before that pilot could fly from coast to coast in three hours plus, somebody had to invest about a million hours getting him ready for it. There's a lot of designing, testing, and trial runs behind every new innovation or new performance record. How do I know? My name's Carroll Shelby, and performance is my business.
0: That's right, isn't
1: it, Gary? Exactly spot on. And you well, g- we talked earlier about performance, and uh, Carroll Shelby saying performance is his business, and that was actually him and his voice telling you exactly the same thing.
0: Right. All right, Gary, we're I. Uh, Up against the clock, one more time, if people want to find out more about Shelby American, where do they go?
1: Uh, Go to our website, just shelby.com.
0: Shelby.com, and you can find out all about everything. And the next time anybody is in Las Vegas, stop by the factory and say hi to Gary and his team, right?
1: Absolutely. We we certainly encourage that. Uh, Come out and see us. You can see a very full building and a shop full of busy
0: people. Very good. Gary, you take care. I will see you at some of the future Shelby events. For sure I'll be at SEMA. I'll stop in and say hi. Again, I want to thank my special guest, Gary Patterson, president of Shelby American. In the meantime, I want to thank all my listeners for tuning in to Nostalgia Getting Cars. Be sure and check out our website, golfstreammotorsports.com. If you've missed any of our past shows, Nostalgia Getting Cars, the archive page. Follow us on social media. See you at some of the car shows. Stay safe. Drive carefully and love your family.
1: to be telling tales out of school, but there's a feller in there who'll pay you $10 if you sing into his can. Downtown Dave. I'm not here to make a record, you dumb cracker. They broadcast me out on the radio. WTAN, Clearwater. FM 106.1. one. W C F, Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR,
0: Zephyr Hills. FM 104.3. Listen.